Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start the hour off by giving someone an opportunity to take home a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles, uh, 412-922-1020. That's the number to dial to get in on that. And if you have a question for the Organic Gardener, DougOster.com, you can call right now, 866-391-1020. Doug, I know you were at Many Spaghetti Breakfast. Uh, Jimmy Sapienza, a great guy, and uh, boy, they broke the mold. He's definitely going to be missed. Good morning. Oh, that's sad news this morning, Rob. Uh, that's all I can say. That's just sad news, you know. Uh, yeah, every every spaghetti breakfast. Uh, well, it's going to be a cold week, that's for sure. I can't wait uh, for spring. Uh, today I'm going to start my weekly Great Garden Book Giveaway. Uh, these are brand new releases. I've got <laughs> A room stacked up with books that uh, publishers have sent me. And in fact, some of these books aren't even uh, officially out yet. Uh, this week, I'm giving away Grow Your Soil by Diane Meisler. It's a great book with lots of science and practical tips, too, for understanding and improving that garden soil. Just go to DougOster.com, click on the contact button, and type the word soil or giveaway or whatever. I want the book. In and you'll be entered. I'll pick a winner tomorrow. Um, and as I said, boy, it looks like a a tough end to winter. But I'm telling you what, there is a great way to bring winter inside, and it's by cutting your forsythia or pussy willow branches. It is one of the easiest jobs you can do, especially with that forsythia, which is you know very common shrub. Just go out, cut off some branches. I like to cut them. Uh, also, kind of split them at the, at the bottom so they soak up water and just stick them in a vase. And in a week, you're going to have uh, beautiful yellow blooms from that forsythia. And it's just so, so nice. Uh, I've been posting some pictures. I've got a couple uh, vases filled with forsythias uh, in the living room. And it's just uh, uh, gets us to the end here. You know, think about it. Uh, Peas go in on St. Patrick's Day, so that's not that far away. Uh, the story I wrote uh, this week is uh, for the Green Voice is all about taking cuttings, another great winter job. Um, it focused on a place called Angora Gardens in White Oak, which is an amazing uh, place. It's a, uh, a wellness center, basically, you know, but it helps people helps people in the community, helps people with intellectual disabilities, helps all sorts of people, and they have a, a beautiful greenhouse, and it shows how to take these cuttings. They're going to use all their cuttings 
for their uh, plant sale, which is in May. We'll talk about it when we get closer. Hopefully, they could be able to have it normally, you know, and go to gardens just like anybody else. So they, you know, they have yoga classes and people coming to the greenhouse to, to work, but during COVID, not, not allowed. Hopefully, this will open up soon. Uh, but their cuttings are, are, like I said, they're to help uh, fund Angora Gardens, which is a cool thing. If you have a gardening question today, you can't get through, you're too shy to call. Again, just go to dougoster.com. After the show, I'll answer questions for about an hour. I'm happy to do it. Any question that I don't get to there right away, I'll answer today for sure. Uh, and later in the show, Mrs. Know-It-All will talk about what to start from seed now but also, important, what not to start inside right now. It's too early for some things, so she's got a lot of ideas about that. And this is a great day to call the show. You know, when we get start getting warmer and warmer, it's going to be hard to get through. So give us a call. If you've got questions about your house plants, about seed starting, getting ready for the season, anything else, you've got a good garden story to tell, give us a call, 866 391 1020. We wouldn't happen to have a caller already, would we, Rob? No, we wouldn't, but I know you always have some great questions from your listeners. Before we get to that and take our first break of the hour, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking, and Melinda and I have been talking about food, obviously the game today and what have you, but I keep going back to canning and, you know, preserving and the Janoski's jarred products and all this stuff. I I think we probably are in the midst of uh, something pretty amazing right now as far as people canning their own food, especially growing what they did in the garden. And moving forward to where we are right now, you have to believe that people who have never gardened in their life are going to be gardening this spring, Doug. Well, there's there's already no doubt about that. Uh, You know, I've talked about this the last couple weeks, that uh, seed companies are going 24-7 trying to get uh, people their seeds. Uh, canning has become a big deal. In fact, it is uh, can be difficult to find your jars and lids and that sort of thing. Uh, if you can find them and you're into canning or uh, want to learn how to do canning, get some jars now. Uh, you know, we're not canning until we get to harvest season. But, yeah, uh, gardening is going to be another uh, – going to be big this year and uh, that's what we're here to do <laughs> all right we're going to take yeah. we're going to take a real short break we got lots to get to uh we'd love to hear from you all of our lines are open so if you have a question for doug uh you can call us right now at 866-391-1020 quick break quick look at sports and then right back to your calls the organic gardener he is doug oster dougoster.com 100.1 fm am 1020 kdk Okay, still waiting for some folks to call in to talk to Doug. If you have a question, now would be a great time, 866-391-1020. Next couple of segments will be dedicated to you, the listeners. So if you have a gardening question, give us a call. DougOster.com is where you can always find out more. You know, Doug, I said going into the break about how many people are going to be gardening for the first time. But kind of like a kid in a candy store, your eyes can be bigger than your stomach. We want people to understand the best way to begin is to go slow, is it not? It's, it's human nature, and especially in gardening, to bite off more than you can chew. Uh, we've all done it. <laughs> and I know that it can be uh, overwhelming uh, if you go to a nursery and you see you know, bulbs and tubers and uh, trees and shrubs, but uh, there's three basic things that you can do to start a garden. And number one, and the people that listen to the show for years, it's just like a broken record. Uh, it, it's improving the soil. Uh, so you add compost, you add organic matter, 
especially for a new, a brand new garden that's going in. I always tell people build up. Don't don't do what I did, which was, you know, for years and years would add compost to my soil and dig it in until you know we get three or four years in and we get some really great looking soil. Just go buy some compost, you know, even if it's a truckload of compost, and just dump it and plant right in that. You have an instant garden. But improve the soil is number one. Number two is know when certain plants are to be started. That's one thing we're going to talk about a little later. Uh, Mrs. Nodal is going to tell us what seeds we could start now, but there are a lot of seeds we shouldn't start this early. And all that information about when things should be planted, whether it's indoors now or out in the garden when we get to spring, or you've got to wait all the way until you know May when things warm up, that information is pretty easy to find. And then the third thing is just don't let the plants dry out. Uh, that's about watering and about mulching. But you know, as we get through the season, we'll be we'll be following through uh, the garden year uh, as to what I'm planting, what you could be planting. And uh, believe it or not, you know, I've got this unheated greenhouse, and I did some winter sowing of some cool weather crops, assuming they would sprout. Uh, you know, uh, more towards March, you know, when things warmed up. But I got some mustard greens, like three pots of mustard greens that that sprouted. And even now we're getting those really cold temperatures at night. And uh, tonight will be a a true test at nine degrees, but it it dropped to, you know, 10, 11. Uh, The greenhouse gives it a little bit of protection, but it being unheated, it's still cold out there. But those mustard greens are still there, you know, in a little six-inch pot, which surprises me um that's just part of 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 the fun of gardening even after all these years of gardening you know oh mustard greens they sprouted this is cool this is good to know because this might be something i can grow out here start them earlier get them up to a little bit bigger size and have them all winter Uh, and so that's part of of gardening and i i do have some questions here uh, that I got after the show in the last couple weeks, and uh, one is a real great one. Um, she says that she met an older lady once who composted by putting whole banana peels within a few inches of a of a bush. Uh, oftentimes, that's uh, roses, and we hear this a lot. Uh, you know, just throwing something coffee grounds or banana peels around a plant. Those two things, they have good stuff in them. And the end of the question is, does it have any adverse effects? And I always say that whenever you've got these big things like that, banana peels or or coffee grounds or whatever it is, it's always better just to compost them separately. Everything mixes together. You know, people are thinking with the banana peel, okay, high in potassium. But to just throw a banana peel on top, or even dig it in. You know, that, that there's a thing called trench composting where people will just make a trench, throw that stuff in there, and then next year uh, plant on top of it. That's great, but just throwing it next to a bush, that's, it's just not going to do what you want it to do. So take all those big things and compost them. Uh, we talk a lot on the show about composting, and I've been composting forever. And all it is is anything that once was living will become compost. It is a great way to recycle. Uh, You'll find out that when you start doing what we call split the waste stream and we've got these things that we used to throw away, now we're putting them out in the compost bin, you'll you'll cut what you were taking to the curb in half. Now, you still got to take it somewhere. You still got to take it out to your compost pile, but all my compost piles are 
are made out of shipping pallets, and I've got three of them, and I just throw all that new stuff in, anything from the garden, uh, anything from the kitchen except for uh, meats, uh, oil, oily things, or dairy, except for eggshells. We do eggshells. Uh, but, you know, vegetable peelings, fruit peelings, coffee grounds, banana peels, all that sort of stuff goes in there every day or every other day. I'm throwing it out in the compost pile, just making a, a, a pile of it, and in about a year, it becomes compost. There's faster ways to do it, but it just feels good. But also, the way, the reason it's such a great way to recycle is that you get the direct benefit. The compost that you make is, is better than anything you're going to get anywhere else. Uh, it doesn't smell. It doesn't attract uh, rodents. As long as you keep that meat and dairy and oil out of there, and in, instead of like this, you know, kind of old school throwing banana peels on top, get a compost pile going. It's easy and uh, it's a great thing to do, and you get that great compost. Uh, I'm getting lots of questions because we're in house plant season about fungus gnats. And the thing about house plants, and that's where you get your fungus gnats, they're going to be, you know, floating around in the house, is that if that soil's too wet, you're going to have fungus gnats. And all you really have to do to get rid of them is just dry out the plants, forget about, uh, you know, watering them for a couple of weeks, and you'll be through with your fungus gnats. In general, house plants like to stay on the dry side anyway. Uh, the only way you can kill most house plants is with kindness, which is too much water. So, you know, just stick your finger down in the dirt. You get two knuckles down and there's no water, give them, give them a little bit of moisture. If you stick your hand in there or if the pot's heavy, you don't have to water until uh, until the plant uh, lightens up, until it dries out a little bit. How are we doing on time, Rob? we got about one minute, Doug. All right. Uh, one more question. This is a, it's a good one, too. So I talked a lot about... Uh, these pole beans that I've been growing, uh, Monte Gusto, and there's a new one called Monte Cristo. Monte Gusto yellow is uh, a, a yellow, big yellow bean, highly prolific. I, I just was blown away by it. Well, the, uh, there's a green version that just got released called Monte Cristo. But the question was, where in the North Hills can I find them? Well, you probably can't uh, because they come from this company called Kitchen Garden Seeds. So you've got to go online, go to Kitchen Garden Seeds. I, I The beans are there. I ordered them. But I also ordered a mix of there's a mix of the Monte Gusto, the Monte Cristo, and a purple one. So I'm going to grow all three. That's going to be pretty. Uh, can't wait to start planting beans in May. All right, we're coming back. Uh, we want you to give Doug a call. We've got room for you. Anything on your mind in the way of gardening? Eight six six three nine one ten twenty. Mrs. Noah will be here. Mrs. Know it all will be here as well. Melinda's got the news coming up in a couple of moments. Don't forget today all about the game recipes. All sorts of great great ideas on the Coons Cooking Hour at eight with Joe and Frank. Then TC. Good morning. And right now, if you're the 10th caller on the radio, you call us, 412-922-1020. You're going to win yourself a $25 gift certificate from Janowski's in Clinton, Pennsylvania. All right, Doug Oster is here. It's DougOster.com, and we've got to get to the phones. Let's say hi to Kay. She's in the North Hills today, where Doug's from, on KDK. Hey, Kay, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Hey, Doug, I, I usually go and get um, the, the dirt from the township but last year they closed it down because of the COVID. They started and then they stopped. I, I was wondering, could I? I have my garden has um, is a raised bed garden. It's very small. I was wondering about getting some mushroom manure to put on it. So what Kay is talking about there is that 
many municipalities, and we're both in Ross, uh, they'll, they'll dump compost made from our uh, collected leaves. Uh, most most uh, municipalities in Allegheny County, they do that. You just need to find out where they dump it. And so it's a free source of compost. Uh, Kay, I'm surprised we haven't bumped into each other up there at that giant pile. I, I'm actually in McCandless. <laughs> oh, Okay. So you're yeah. you're you're one township over, but again, they drop they drop a big pile in Ross, they drop one in McCandless, and uh, it's a great resource. Uh, yeah, and I think Kay, we're probably going to be in the same boat. I would think this April uh, when they dump it, we might not be, be able to do that. But for me, mushroom manure it, it's a it's a it's a it's a good organic matter source, but the thing is, oftentimes it can be highly alkaline, which is something that I, I worry about. That would change the pH. And so, in general, it's all, if that's all you can find, that's fine. Uh, uh, what would you use if I I would use, I would use pure compost. If I was in the North Hills, I'd go to a place, uh, like how much do you think you're, 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 you need? Like a pickup truck maybe, load or? Maybe. Really, I, I think it would be better if I had it in bags, if I can get it. Um, maybe 10 bags or something. So 10 bags would be about 5 bucks a piece. Uh, you know, Han Nursery, that's the stuff I use. Uh, it, it's just a, it's basically a bagged version of what they give away uh, at the township. It's called the leaf mold, but don't worry about that mold that doesn't mean anything. It's just, it's just compost made out of out of leaves. So you could either do the pickup truck load at Dragons, D-R-A-G-U-N-S, uh, which is on uh, Evergreen, right. uh, one of the one of the stretches of Evergreen. And I'm thinking that's going to cost you a little less than the bags. But of course, the bags are so much easy to easier to yeah. deal with. Yes. Uh, uh, so I would just go to go to Han Nursery. You know, that's close to you, and yes. uh, and okay. get get your bags that way. Now that I'm thinking about it, there might be a, a way they package it with a bigger bag. You know, the, I get the smaller bags, which are about I would guess like 40 quarts they would call it. But there are some bigger bags there that are about twice that size. So you'd have less bags, but they'd be bigger. So. Uh, that's the way to do it. And for raised beds, that's that's what we're doing. You know, Kay, Kay and I are, are just adding a little compost every year. How was your year last year, Kay? Did you have a good season during that drought? It it that was okay. I, I just you know, because I add that dirt every year and I didn't have it last year, I think my tomatoes did okay. I'm gonna try to grow some pole beans this year. Um but um it, it was okay. I, I just think it needs something more this year. So yeah, maybe I'll yeah, just yeah, do yeah. that. Putting putting that compost is is going to help. Also, the other thing they have at Han Nursery and at the Pittsburgh Agway stores is this fer- granular fertilizer. I like. It's called Revita. It's from Ohio Earth Foods, and it's twenty bucks for a fifty pound bag. And it's basically just dehydrated chicken manure. And and I'm telling uh, you, if you, yeah, if you want to recharge okay. your beds and you want to do it cheaply, now I'd still recommend getting the compost, but then. Sprinkle some of that stuff in there too. That's that's the magic dust that gives you the green thumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will do that. And uh, I don't know if you heard, but I'm I, that Monte Gusto pole bean that I grew last year. I just threw those seeds behind some garlic and didn't do it right. I don't know what I was thinking, but I had more beans than I could possibly imagine. Wow. I, I I grow a lot of pole beans, 
uh, that one, uh, Monte Cristo this year I'm going to do, a purple one I'm going to do. There's one called Trail of Tears that I've grown for years and years, but nothing compared to that Monte Gusto yellow. That thing, I, I, I again, you know, I was giving away bags of beans. Wow. These were, and, and when I, this year I'm going to do it right. I'm going to put compost in. I'm going to put those bean seeds in to the right place and, I can't imagine what it's going to be like, and they're so beautiful. There's a beautiful yellow, but they just taste like a green bean. You know, sometimes people they think the yellow one's going to taste different, but it's it's just, uh, yeah, it was just so prolific, just an amazing, uh, amazing. Where do bean. I where do I get them? Uh, it's called uh, kitchen garden seeds. John Sheeper's kitchen, kitchen garden seeds. But if you just search kitchen garden seeds, it'll yeah. come up. And I'll, and again, I'll tell you, uh, if I was to do it, and I ordered them this way. There's a package of the three different ones. There's the they're all in the same package: Monte Gusto, Monte Cristo, and then some purple variety. And so you'd have three different types of pole beans, and you could judge which one was the most prolific. And you'd have different colors. I think that's going to be kind of cool. All right, yes, Kay. I do too. Good luck. I'm sure I'll see you out there somewhere. All right, let's go to Keith up next for Doug Oster. Hey, Keith. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Rob and Doug. Hey, um. Uh, Doug, I got a deck that catches uh, a good a good bit of sun in the summer, and I wanted to get a couple of uh, tomato plants going in containers. Huh. Uh, what would you uh, any tips on doing that? Yeah, what yeah, that's a, great that's a great Yeah, Keith, that's a great question. Uh, I always recommend for tomatoes that you use a type of container called uh, self-watering, and you want Say that to again? be relative self-watering. Uh, one that's out there is called the earth box, but there are many different types. And, and, and how it works is there's a reservoir down below where the soil is, and that's, as long as that's filled with water, the soil will never dry out. What's, what happens with uh, container tomatoes? First off, people will start with a, small, a container that's too small, and they can't keep it watered. And if that container does not have the water it, it needs, you're going to get blossom end rot which is uh, something that happens when the tomato can't get the calcium it needs. It's trying to absorb it from the soil, but without the water, it can't get it, and then the bottom of the tomato kind of rots, and that is a disappointing thing. And so that's why the self-watering container works great. Now, an earth box is about 50 bucks, and you can put two tomatoes in there. If you're a cheapskate like me, just Google... um, self-watering container for tomatoes and you could see you could build your own out of a rubbermaid container if you wanted to pretty cheaply it, all it is is you're just putting a shelf in there a way to get the water down there to that reservoir and then bigger is always better for containers because it takes longer for them to dry out uh, it, in the case of a tomato we cannot let that soil dry out and other than that growing a tomato variety that is bread for containers. In the case of the earth box, you can you, you can grow any tomato you want there as long as you have support for it. You can grow a full-size tomato. But a lot of times we'll, we'll put a bush tomato in there. There's a variety that I love uh, that you can usually find out there. It's called super bush. The reason I love it is it stays nice and stocky and it, it puts on good-sized tomatoes. A lot of those bushier uh, patio tomato, they call it, or container tomato, a lot of times they're just putting on a little, you know, two-ounce, three-ounce tomato. Superbush puts on a full-size tomato. And so when you're out and about looking, and I grow lots of tomatoes in containers, but almost exclusively in the self-watering 
container, and I actually do have two of those earth boxes in my garden, and they they just do a great job at growing tomatoes uh, in a pot. That earth box is it like a pot? Is it down low? I kind of it's, it's down low. It's it's uh, kind of like a big giant window box container shaped that way. It's longer than it is wide, and there's enough room in there for two full-size tomatoes. I've seen them used all through the area. If you don't have room in your garden where you can put them on your patio, the thing is, if you're going to grow a full-size tomato in there, you're going to have to have good support. You're going to have to have cages or some kind of staking system because the tomato is going to get just as big as if it's in the ground. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, the earth box or another self-watering container is a great way to grow tomatoes uh, through the summer. All right, thank you for the call. Short break, look at sports, and right back at it. And Mrs. Know-It-All coming up next. All right, time now for that weekly feature to wrap up the Organic Gardener, Doug Oster Show, and it's time for, go ahead, Doug. It's time for Mrs. Know-It-All, horticulturist Denise Schreiber. And, oh, Denise, it's going to be 9 degrees tonight. We all want to get our seeds going, do something in the garden. What should we be planting inside? Maybe designing what you want to have in the garden and place them. Uh, right now, there's nothing. The ground is frozen. So uh, people who want to start things now, I know, you know, including me and you, we're, we're itching to get our fingers in the soil and, you know, start our seeds. It's still too early for us. Otherwise, if you start plants now, you're going to have, you know, three-foot spindly, you know, carrots, for instance. And that's not something we want. But if you're starting seeds uh, soon um, and you're doing seeds like petunias or impatiens or begonias, you know, the seeds are almost like dust. And so one of the ways that we always used to do it, because we weren't a big commercial operation per se, is I would get a little bit of play sand, the white sand that you put in the sandboxes for the kids, you could also use the sand that you sometimes find in craft stores for uh, doing those sand art things. And what we would do would take the packet of seeds and open it up and then take a literally a pinch of sand, put it in there, close up the envelope, and shake it up to separate the seed, and then gently tap it out onto a moistened seed tray. And that way you can actually kind of see the uh, seeds. And seeds, when they're that small, typically don't need covered, you know, which is a mistake a lot of first-time gardeners do. They automatically think that seeds need to be covered. Not all of them do, and especially when they're that small. Now, there's also uh, pelleted seed that you can buy. And usually that contains several seeds inside this tiny little uh, I think they call them prills, and they kind of look like uh, beanbag uh, filling. And, you know, so you put them in, and you can separate them with the sand if you like, and just kind of, you know, put them in and tap them down gently into the soil so they have good contact, but you still don't want to cover them. Uh, and they will germinate as soon as you put the seed in, and then, you know, the moisture actually dissolves that covering. So you don't well, with, that, with that surface sowing, that's a great idea with the sand because those uh, seeds are so small. You've got your, uh, you know, your mix that you're going to be planting in in a container inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's moist. 
when you sprinkle those seeds on top, do you spray any water on there or you don't have to? You don't really have to. You do have to make sure that the seeds have good contact with the soil. And a lot of times I'll use a, um, like a plastic spoon and just press it down. You don't want to drag it along because you may drag some seed. But just simply press, you know, the back of the spoon, simply press it down to make sure you've got good contact with the soil. And then you always bottom water, especially with seeds that uh, small. And a good way to do it is if you have them in a tray, you could actually take like a thick bath towel, an old one, and... You know, fill the tray with water, put the bath towel in there, let it absorb, and then put your seed tray on top of it, and the water will actually wick up into the potting soil and uh, keep the plant Real moist. quick, I got a question via text from my friend Bill Zener. How about onions right now? Onions, you could probably start in about another, I want to say, two weeks and, you know, uh, get them started. But you've got to remember to also separate them. They're a little different than doing, say, flower seeds. And always fresh seed with onions, right? Always. There's a couple that you always need to have fresh seed. Parsley is another one that you always have to have fresh seed with. All and, right, Mrs. Know-it-all. Yeah. Thank you so much for the information. If you're if you're itching to get something started, those little seeds, begonias, uh, petunia, impatience, maybe some onions in a week or so, uh, would be a great way to get going in, inside. Now, I'll be answering questions after the show if you go to DougOster.com. Also, if you'd like to win a copy of Grow Your Soil by Diane Meisler, just go to DougOster.com and click on the Contact button and just put something in there saying, I want to win the book or soil or whatever it is. I'll pull the winner um, next uh, next couple of days, probably tomorrow. And one more thing, my Doug's Free Seed Shacks program is in full swing. I got six of those old-fashioned uh, newspaper boxes where you put a quarter in and open it up. I'll, I'll give you more about that as as it comes about. I'm looking for somebody to paint those boxes, if you know anybody. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, Doug, have a good one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.